Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Where We Are Today podcast. We have gotten a ton of support over the last month, month and a half that we've been doing this. Um, everyone's been loving the episodes and, and really, I think, connecting with the message, which was I started this as a way for me to connect with new and old friends, kind of see where they are in their lives compared to uh, like you know when I was constantly interacting with them. And, and just kind of see how they're doing. Um, I felt like quarantine was the best time to kind of catch up. And I figured everyone has a story to tell. And I wanted to make sure that we were able to capture it. I'm super excited for today's guest. It's my first international guest on here. Um, we met through one of my old teammates from Longwood, Lachlan Manser. And Yusuf is someone that's playing college tennis right now. He's at IIT. We'll get into it a little bit more, but Yusuf Abdo, thank you for joining, brother. How are you? Hey, bro. How's it going? Good, good, good. How are things? It's all, it's all good, you know. Like trying to be, <laughs> you know, be productive and everything. But right, you right. know, you get your days sometimes, and you're like, just want to be by yourself and kind of, you know, right. Not really be as productive. Yeah, know? yeah. No, I understand. So, so we met through Lachlan, and I think. It was when he was visiting, right? Did you uh, did you come over that first night that yeah, he was so, there? Yeah, so Lachlan, like, he randomly, like, I didn't even know he was going to come. He randomly <laughs> texted me, like, hey, bro, I'm in Chicago. Yeah. Well, like, this is a guy that I love, and, like, I haven't seen it, like, I think four years or something. It was a while since I last saw him. Right. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, I would love to meet up. I think he texted me on a Friday. Like, I remember, and I was yep. like, I, I just finished my uh, studio class. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll get ready and I'll like, let me know where you are and I'll come over. Yeah. And I, like, I didn't really think like, like about like where I was going to meet him. I just thought I was going to meet him. Yeah. So I, I go there and uh, I meet him at a, like on the street and then he takes me up to your place. Right, 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 right. And this was the first time I met you. And I was like, we just kind of talked. Right. Like, in the beginning, like I was like, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, yeah, he's a cool guy that Lockton knows, you know. I, right. like, I, I would have never thought that we were going to, you know be actual friends afterwards right right no i mean i think tennis has brought us you yeah. know even closer right so yeah so you are currently at iit illinois institute of technology right yeah yeah and so you're you're playing you're in your senior year of playing and then yeah. you're also uh a junior technically academically right yes. yeah. yeah so yeah i know it was crazy because i think we met for a little bit <clears throat> i don't even know i think we just kicked like we were just staying at my house the whole time yeah. Yeah, and then exactly. you went back because i didn't think i don't think we were going out that night and then the yeah. next night <laughs> we went to the hibachi place <laughs> yeah. and and you came and then you know i think you were with us for a little bit but then at the time you were under 21 so you couldn't yeah. I don't think you could end up coming wherever we ended up going. No, I could Yeah, yeah. I, I left. Yeah, I left. And you guys, you know, continued the night. Which is understandable. <laughs> we need another night like yeah. that, man. Like, but I'm, I'm hoping if, if Lachlan listens to this, which I, I'm hoping he does, I'm hoping him and his girlfriend come back, Rachel, to the yeah. States for a little bit. And um, once this all calms down and he can come back and visit again. I, I'm actually planning on going. I was planning on going at the end of this year to Australia. But... Yeah, you never know. Yeah, it got canceled with all this stuff. So, yeah. <clears throat> so you're so you're originally from Egypt. So, if you want to kind of talk about, you know, how from Egypt you ended up, um, kind of where you grew up in Egypt, what city, and then how you ended up in the states, uh, first in Portland, and then you ended up in Chicago, right? Yeah. So, if you want to kind of walk through all of that, it'd be great. Yeah. So I I was born and raised in uh, Cairo in Egypt. Okay. Uh, spent the first uh, fifteen years of my life there. Mm -hmm. and uh and yeah i was just playing tennis at a like a local club right uh, and you know going to school and everything and uh, like I'm, I'm the youngest of four boys mm -hmm. and like my mom from a young age she like emphasized like traveling she emphasized you know like being like a worldly person like knowing what's happening outside of egypt right right and so from a young age me and my brothers would always be sent to like germany we go to switzerland we go to england just to get experiences and everything. Yeah. And uh, uh, when I was 15, my mom sat me down and she was like, would you want to go to France mm -hmm. to finish your high school and uh, play tennis as well? Wow. And, yeah. And uh, of course, like, I, 
looking back at it, I was like excited, but I was also very scared. Yeah. Because I'm, I come from the, I'm like, I understand how privileged I, like I'm very privileged to be able to experience a lot of the things that I experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, the going to France by yourself and kind of like, you know, growing up faster and kind of like taking, uh, being more, uh, how can I say this? Like having like more on you, like you have to like, you know, you have to wake up. Like right. you have to do your stuff. You have to like do your laundry. You have, like, it's little things of course, but it's like, back then for a 15 year old you know it was interesting also like going to a different country right a different like culture you know like france is way different than egypt how the people are there is way different uh like everyday routine is different you know and it, i think it took me a while to really get into it mm-hmm. and i think my first year was just like me trying to figure this out kind of see like what this is going to bring me and then second year is i think where i started you know really like getting into it and i think there was a time where like i did very well in like tennis wise mm-hmm. and i was like looking at universities like because the, the, the main goal was always to go to, to school in america right and i was uh, you know doing well like for like competitively in tennis and i was like mm-hmm. looking at like d1s in, in america and i was like you know talking to coaches and like that was when it started to get like interesting yeah and then, uh, my father uh passed away march 15th 2015. okay a couple months before I was going to graduate. Right. I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And I remember that day, you know, like clearly, you know, it was my uh, older brother. Right. Who right now is like a father. He's like a father to me. Mm-hmm. He's the oldest. He called me. And, you know, like he just said it. And I remember at that time, I didn't know how to feel. Right. And I remember after that call, I, I went to the cafeteria with a friend of mine, my roommate, who was old. He was half French, half Egyptian. His name was Zach. Okay. Very good guy. One of those like guys that you could open up to like straight away. Right. He knew and like I remember me and him went going to the cafeteria and I think he was taken aback because I didn't really react. Right. I was very you know like I was quiet like I wasn't the same person you know, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like sad. I like you know there's like you know this idea of how a person should react after right. like, getting that kind of news it's never that way bro and, i swear yeah it, it, yeah it's never and, like i didn't feel like i had to act you know mm-hmm. and, like zach is one of those guys that like you just feel like you could be your authentic self around right so i didn't feel like i had to like act like i was like sad of course i was sad but like i didn't like you know people like sadness looks different on every like and on each person you know yeah for everyone. So, yeah, I remember that I went to the cafeteria, I kind of ate, and uh, I remember, like, very, like, uh, there was this one girl that we used to talk to, she was, she was from Australia, her name was Steph, mm-hmm. and then she's like, what, like you, like, you seem a little down, what happened? And I was, like, very nonchalantly, I was like, yeah, my father just passed away. Right. <laughs> and, like, I feel bad for the girl, because, like, you know, <laughs> what the, like, what do you yeah. say to someone who just says that? Right, you know? right, right, right. But, but I was, like, so numb. I, like, I, like, you know, like, the social cues, I didn't really, like, I didn't read them. I was, like. You're just spitting out whatever was yeah. in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was, like, oh, my, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like, like any other right, person right. would react. And she's, like, how are you, like, you know, like, eating in the cafeteria right now? Like, why aren't you, like. <laughs> And I was like, I, 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 I couldn't give a fuck, honestly. I was like, oh, right. this, is, this is me right now. Right. I remember we eat. I head back to my room and like me and Zach have like this good talk, just like kind of talking about life. And mm-hmm. like, I, 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 I give like, like, you know, like this is the first for him as well. Like he doesn't know what to say. Right. And I remember that night he goes to bed, like we go to bed, like, you know, whatever time. And like <laughs> the lights are off and everything. And then, like, I'm trying to go to bed, and I, and I can't. Right. I can't go to bed, and this is like, this like, you know, it's like a heavy, heavy feeling. And then I start bawling, like I yeah. start crying, and I, I remember I cried all night, and I didn't go to bed until, uh, like, very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I, that was the only time that I really like, you know, let it go. Like mm-hmm. that's that was the only time mm-hmm. that I really like just let it all out. Right. And I, I don't know if Zach heard me or not, because we it was like it was a dorm where like I lived on the floor and he lived on a floor where it was open, you know. Okay, so, okay, got it. Like he he could have definitely heard me. Right. So he, of course he didn't mention it or anything, and uh, yeah, and then I just kind of like like my 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 mom and my my brothers were like do you, like go you want to come back like do you want to come back to Egypt mm-hmm. do you want to 
you know, like this is, I, we, we completely understand if you just want to come back and finish everything like from Egypt. Like right. the, the, the school I was going to was completely understanding and she was very, uh, the, the principal took me, like she sat me down like when she knew and she was like, hey, like if you need to go back, go back and everything. Right. But I remember that I didn't <clears throat> want to go back. Yeah. I, uh, in my head, I was, because I was going to go back to Egypt in June anyways of that year. Mm-hmm. So, and it was March. So I was like, if I don't go back and I just go back in June, it's going to be like, I could act like he's still there. Because I, right. I wasn't going to see him either way, you know? Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I ended up not going, mm-hmm. which I think was like looking back at it. I don't know if that was the right thing to do because I, I ended up missing his funeral. Right. Um, so yeah, I ended up not going. It was like, I think from there, it was like a hard way to end the semester, the, 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 that year, you know, it was, right. I felt like I was like going, like I was doing well, like, like tournament wise, I was like, and, and that like, you know, like going, like it was, it seems like everything was going well. And then like, I think this, well, when this happened, it just kind of affected me, like me, like, like on the court and like mm-hmm. in the classroom, like I didn't really want to do the things that I usually want to do. Right. And like, I wasn't the healthiest, like, you know, like physically I was like losing weight. I was like shredded. I was like feeling really good. Like, you know, like when you're right. on the tennis court and you feel like you're light and you're like, you can do anything <laughs> you can move around super well. Yeah. 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 And now I think physically I was like, you know, in a really good place, but it just, it didn't feel like that anymore. Right. No, that's always tough. Right. Is I think the effects of it, you don't really understand until it's been a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, and and it probably affected, you know, kind of how you played and when you were traveling and doing all this stuff, you know, it's it's kind of tough, right? So, um, so now you have three older brothers, you're the youngest, yeah. right? So how was that dynamic like after your father passed and, and kind of, you know, how's like, you know, how did that change your perspective on, on family and different things like that? I think I'm extremely, extremely like uh, lucky mm-hmm. to be able to have the three guys that I could look up to. Right, right. Three guys that I could talk to whenever I want to. Three guys that, you know, have are older than me, so have lived uh, more than me and have experienced things that I'm gonna experience, you know, right. later on. Right. And you know, it was just like it was never the plan, but the oldest, Hatem, he just became the father for me. Like he's right. a father mm-hmm. figure. Like I. I, he's he's like a mix of a friend, older brother, and father. Right. Like sometimes, mm-hmm. like sometimes I'm like afraid to call him because like mm-hmm. I did something that pisses him off. <laughs> you know, it's like he's like calling like, but he's your brother, you know. Right. But it's like talking to your dad. Right. And like he's one of those guys that like I don't want to like make him feel like you know sad. I don't want to make him feel like he's pissed off at me. You know. Mm-hmm. I think out of the three, he was a uh, that 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 guy. Uh, Omar, who was second. Mm-hmm. He's uh so he's a, he lives in Germany and he has a wife and, and a kid. So okay. and he's he's very hard working. He's one of those the guys that you just kinda like look at from afar and like like you know, like this guy's sacrificing and like he's reaping the benefits now, you know. Right. He, he's like like, you know, we say alhamdulillah and like in, in Arabic, like thank God, you know, like he's doing good for his life, you know. Right, right. But all all my brothers are doing good, like thank God. And uh yeah, it's just one of those dudes that you just like kind of like look from afar and you're like, man, like I just got to get like step up my game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, I mean, it's definitely, uh, you know, it, 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 the dynamic definitely changes, but I think you're right. You you were lucky to be in a position where you had, you know, yeah. older older brothers that were also family. So it, it kind of changed, the, you know, yeah. the dynamic in a good way, yeah. right? And then yeah. so when... So you have so Hatem is still in Egypt, I'm guessing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And well, then, well, currently he's in Dubai with his with his wife. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but uh, Hatem is like he's based in Egypt. Omar mm-hmm. is based in Germany. Right. And he has a wife and a kid. Okay. And uh, Safe is based in Egypt as well. Okay, got it, got it. That's cool. I mean, yeah, it's definitely you know. I'm sorry to hear about your father, but I feel like it, it's it's definitely change your perspective on a lot of different things right so yeah. did that kind of push you even more to explore and travel and like see what you could see like how did that have an impact on like your life after it all happened right and you you kind of were more you were already independent because you were in in france yeah. but how did that change after 
right? Yeah, I, uh, I think uh, like I think it's a good thing. Every time I look back on myself, like every like every day, I think I'm like, oh, I'm like you know, I know every like not know everything, but I feel like oh, I like I'm mature enough. I understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then I look back at myself like a year, like a year, but like like right now, when I look back, I'm like a year ago. Yeah. Like oh my god, man, I didn't know anything. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know anything. I, like, I, I, you know, I was like, I can't, like, sometimes it's like cringy, you know, like, oh, like, you know, how was I like this? You know, like, why did I do that? You know, right, right. And I think that's a great thing because that means that I'm changing, and uh, I think everyone is striving for that, you know, and uh, and changing doesn't necessarily mean always have to be a good thing, but mm-hmm. it's, I think, in the big scheme of things, it's definitely good to like keep keep like changing and keep like you know rebranding yourself you know right right uh, yeah so yeah after that i i just finished off my year in france and i i talked to some coaches Mm -hmm. and in the end i was able to get an offer to play at uh, portland state university in oregon in Mm -hmm. portland oregon and all like back then all i knew about america was like movies like yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I never, like, I have, like, it was, like, my first time going to college in America, right. like, first time landing in the States was me staying there for college. Right. Like, I, didn't, I never visited, I didn't, I didn't go for, like, a campus visit or whatever that, that is. Like, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, looking back at it, like, I think I could have done a better job, uh, like, looking for schools. Yeah, that's the thing that I had a question about, right, is, like, when you're coming over here to the States, and most of the time you know, like even for Lachlan and, and some of my other teammates, they didn't really visit. It was just kind of, you take the word of the coach. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like everybody's trying to sell you. So like you hear a lot of good things about everything. You never hear like the, the The differences. Yeah. The bad things. Right. So like how, so like what made you decide to go to, to Portland state, like out of, just kind of like a feeling or were you had, did you have other schools that you were keep like looking at as yeah. well? Yeah. I, I was talking to some D2s. I was talking to a couple of schools and uh, like I was talking to a school in uh, Delaware, a school mm-hmm. in, in Illinois, Northern Illinois university. I was talking to these yeah. universities, but uh, back then I wanted to do architecture mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like looking back, I feel like I could have definitely done a better job. And I think that's a reoccurring thing in my life. Like, even though I'm improving and I'm yeah. definitely like a harder worker, I'm more like my time management is better. Like everything is improving. There's still more room for improvement. Right. Uh, so back then, like, you know, like me right now, looking at it back then, I was like, that, I, I could have done more, you know? Yeah. But I think I'm, I, I can't really look at things that way because like in the end, like everything that's happened, you know, I know it's corny, but like everything that happens, you know to you like it's like it's what what makes you who you are today absolutely and yeah so looking back at it portland state was a good experience it was definitely an eye-opening experience you know because portland is such a like like off the bat portland is like very liberal like a mm-hmm. very, very liberal. I, i'm like i'm i'm open i'm, a, I'm an open-minded dude and everything but like like i'm an egyptian you know right like, yeah conservative to, to a certain degree it definitely right. compared to like america it's very conservative right so like having things like my, my first year in america one of my close friends and my teammates he was gay mm-hmm. and like that like right now for me that seems like such a small thing like, right. like something that's not important but like back then it was like you know it was, you know it was it took me a while to like really you know be okay with it and be comfortable mm-hmm. with it you know right and right. Uh, right. and these are like things that i'm very proud of you know because uh, thinking like if i would have stayed in egypt or if i would have you know maybe been to another place in america where they're not as open-minded maybe that would have affected me in another way yeah no that's i mean i think you know part of that is definitely being able to to kind of grow right like if you hadn't gone to portland state you wouldn't have been exposed to all of that stuff right and i i feel like it's it's like corny or cheesy to say but everything does kind of happen for a reason right and and it's like you said, going to a, a, a school in a big city that's, you know, fairly liberal, it's definitely eye-opening, right? Yeah. Because I yeah. think, especially when you're coming from a different country, the United States has so much more openly to offer, right, yeah. than, no. than a, like a lot of other countries do. And so, so you were there at Portland State for two years? One year? Yeah. Uh, two, two years. Two yeah. years, okay. I spent, yeah. I spent my first year there 
uh, I had to redshirt because there was a problem with my uh, my transfer credits. Because mm-hmm. you know, I went to school, uh, I went to high school in France, so like, <laughs> the system there is different than like the American system. Right. So uh, I ended up having to redshirt uh, for the first year, which was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I still got to train with the team. I still got to experience that you know college life. But I think the the downside was I didn't get to travel. Yeah. And, you know, like every weekend, you know, you have the, the guys, everyone's like, you know, they're sending you pictures and everything in San Diego and like, you know, yeah. uh, Montana and Idaho. Like, and I'm like, man, like I'm an Egyptian guy. Like I want to see this stuff too, you know? Right, right, uh, right. And so that was, I think, the hard part. But like in the same way, I think I was able to like, because of that, I was able to also make, because like a lot of the times we're like, I, I think you know this as well, like for tennis people, for tennis, uh, tennis players are like, people playing uh, sports in uh, college, your friend group becomes the people that you go to school. Uh, you, Absolutely. Uh, you play that sport, you know? Right. And you don't open up to other people. Like you, you're very closed off to people that aren't athletes, people that aren't tennis players. And I think because I was retreating the first year, I was able to, uh, to, you know, make friends from the architecture department, to make <laughs> friends uh, from uh, the, the, the place I was living, you know? Right. No, that's, that's good. I mean, it, it, like you said, like it's like when I was in college, uh, I was kind of similar to you in the sense that like I had all my athlete friends. And when you're, when you're an athlete, you kind of just stick with that core group, right? Like those are the only people, you know, um, I ended up kind of, uh, exploring as well right like with whether it was within my major or other organizations on the campus and i think that really helped me because i was able to interact with different people right Uh like it wasn't just like with the athletes so it's it's all fairly similar right like we all train we all have this like competitive mentality and then you kind of go outside of that and you meet some people and they they have a completely different outlook on life right like I, i remember like in college like some of the people that you know I interacted with that showed me a lot more than what I was learning just being friends in in that core group was you know it was a much more laid-back lifestyle they nothing really like stressed them out as much right yeah yeah more focused on like the little things and like that, that they did things that made them happy versus like feeling like they had to do something right so um that I think it's it's absolutely good and it definitely kind of shapes you as a person. So, at Portland State, you, you're studying architecture, so you made friends with the architecture people, and then yeah. you played your second year, your f- true like freshman year was yeah. right. And then, yeah. what made you come to Chicago? What was the the switch? So you know, like I I went to Portland and I went to America, you know, with a certain mindset. And I think it was, you know, I wanted to have fun. I was, I was, uh, I wanted to be like, I was gonna be, I was gonna be an athlete, you know. Yeah. I wanted to party. I wanted to, you know. Like, <laughs> and of course, like I, I cared about my academics. I had like at Portland State, I had a three six GPA. Mm-hmm. But you know, professors helps you out more. When you're in a D one, they care about the fact that you're an athlete. Right. Right. So that that helped me a lot. I was getting tutoring. I was getting uh, just like extra time to do my work mm-hmm. and the, the architecture department at PSU is good like it's not a bad school when it comes to architecture but my mindset didn't help me when right, it came right. to that kind of stuff so I was doing the bare minimum when it comes to my what I could do and I was getting a B's and A's so yeah, I was yeah. thinking that's more than enough and I remember sitting down with my mom and my older brother Hatton and they they, they were telling me like we know you, you love, like, I love the city. We know you love Portland. We know you like your friends there. Right. We understand where you're coming from, like wanting to stay, but we think you have, like, we think you should look at other schools that are going to be better for your future, schools that are better academically. And these were your professors that were telling you that, right? Like, like, my, my mom, my mom and my, uh, my brother. brother. Okay. Oh, my professors, my professors, like, they, uh, no, they, they never said that kind of stuff. They wanted <laughs> to stay, you know? Right. Uh, and, and that kind of, I think that's a consistent theme in my life. My mom and my older brother, they save me right. for myself sometimes. Because if I had my way, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, like, I think that's something like in my, like everyone a little bit back. I'm lazy. 
Yeah. <laughs> and like, no, like for real, like if you give me the option, I could stay on my, like in bed all day and like have fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think it was, it's, I was taught and I think it's, I'm still learning to be like, you know, like productive to, okay. to do what you know you could do. Like you have a lot in you and you could, you should need to like work on it and like mm-hmm. show it, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like my mom, like, like if I wouldn't have went to France if it wasn't for my mom. Right. I wouldn't have transferred schools if it wasn't for my mom. And that's why I'm so thankful for her because, you know, she could have taken the easy way. I, we had some hard conversations, you know, long conversations right. about like, what do you want to do with your life, you know? Yeah. My, mom, my mom's biggest thing is for us to be happy. Yeah. And of course, like, she's an Arab woman, you know, like mm-hmm. for her, like, and I think maybe you could, uh, you understand that coming from an Indian background, like mm-hmm. money is a lot of the times like their definition of what happy is if right you have money you're happy right and i think that is the case to a certain extent but there's also like enjoying life like mm-hmm. just doing something that you enjoy yeah and uh but yeah like going back to it yeah my mom and my older brother pushed me to like you know look for another school that like is gonna like help you when you graduate like look for a school that you could really like hone your skills and kind of learn more you know my, my 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 brother had this really good saying that stuck with me He's like, if you're doing an undergrad that's easy, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like undergrad should be like you're where you're out of your comfort zone, where you're like, where you're killing yourself to be able to, you know, do well. Right. And back and forth in the state, I wasn't doing that. Back and forth, I was doing the minimum and I was, you know, getting a 3-6. Right. And it was it was easy for you and you were just like, yeah. oh, fine. Yeah. 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 So I, so yeah, I, after my, so I was, I was looking for schools, my, the second half of my second year in uh, Portland, I was looking for schools and I told my, my coach and he was very understanding. And that's something that I really, I think really helped because if you have a coach that's like starts treating you differently or starts, you know, getting annoyed that you're going to leave, right. which, you know, some, some, some moments he was like that, of course, which is natural, you know, you don't want your, your player to leave. Yeah. But I think overall he was very understanding and you know he was like you know do what you think is best for you and uh and like to this day i still talk to him and he's still like i, I wouldn't consider him a friend you know but like he's someone that you know i could talk to if i have to or for if i need to right uh, well, it's hard to find that <clears throat> you know like a lot of coaches i mean you have to do what's best for yourself right and especially when you're investing a lot of time coming out of a foreign country and you're, you know, you're investing a lot of time being here. Like you, you kind of have to figure out like, what's the most I'm going to get out of my education. Right. That's exactly. the main reason that you're here. Like it, yeah. it was never really to like playing tennis was like an add on, yeah. but it was more so like coming to school in America is like a big thing for foreign foreigners. Right. Like, like even yeah. in India, like coming to school in the U S is like a big deal. It still is a big deal. Right. And so, yeah, your main focus is academics. So then you, you, you figure that out and then mom and your brother talk to you into switching. And so you found IIT in Chicago yeah. and then, but yeah, you made the was, jump from D1 to D3 though, right? Yeah. 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 Which I think looking back at it, I it was not something that I really cared about because mm-hmm. I, cause I was, I was like, okay, I did my D1 thing. I enjoyed my life. It was fun. Yeah. And now I want to like, look for the future you know like i'm not going to be a professional tennis player anytime soon right right yeah it's nice to play d1 but like you have to look out for yourself and like Mm -hmm. your future right and even like the schools i was talking to when i was transferred i was i think i was talking to tufts university yep in boston yeah and i was talking to nyu and i was talking to iit okay all of them are d3 schools right so i was and uc san diego Mm -hmm. but uc san diego is a d2 even like so it was still going to be like less than d1 right and uh, I got interest from Tufts, NYU, and um, and IIT, mm-hmm. and all of these schools are very expensive. Yeah, and I definitely needed scholarship. I I don't think I needed scholarship, but I wanted scholarship. I didn't want my 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 mom paying that kind of money. You know? Right. So uh, uh, I talked to IIT with Eric. And I talked to, uh, I forget the other names of the other coaches, but whenever, well, the second I, start, I I mentioned, like, I wanted, I wanted help with aid, the yeah. Tufts guy just stopped talking to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. He was like, yeah. And uh, the, uh, the NYU guy was like, I'll help you. Like, NYU guy, because NYU is hard to get into. Right. The NYU guy was like, I'm going to get you into the school, mm-hmm. but uh, you have to do the, 
the, the financially by yourself. And like living in New York as well, that would have been an added expensive, cost by yeah. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Which I appreciate it because like I was already like he already told me like you are you are you are an NYU student. You just have to be able to, you know, get your own scholarship. Right. Um but with IIT Eric was you could tell like he was excited, you know, I was a D1 guy that's wanting to play for his school and IIT was gonna still start its program. So I was gonna enter as into the first team, like the first program, first year. So he really helped out with scholarship. Uh, uh, I remember I got my uh, acceptance letter and yeah. IIT also get like your scholarship package. That's awesome. And it was it was a good scholarship, but I felt like I, I, I wanted more. Mm-hmm. So I called Eric. I'm like, hey, like I got accepted. I'm I'm ha- I'm excited to play for you, but I need more. Yeah. And I was just kind of seeing like what he's gonna do. Right. And he was like really good about it. He was, oh, don't worry. Like uh, I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and we're gonna talk to the AD. We're gonna see what we, what we could do. Yeah. And then a week later, I get extra money. That's awesome. And like, yeah. And I was like, wow. Okay. Like this guy wants me to be here. Like, and I, and this is a good school. IIT is really good architecturally. And it's right. a good school, like across the board, and it was just an exciting time. Right. But I also didn't. Uh, I wasn't able to to go to IIT and check out the campus mm. because I was I was in season with PSU, and it was very hard to find time because we were traveling every weekend, pretty much. Right. Right. Uh, and I remember coming to IIT and hating it. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely hated my, and I, I talked to Eric about this, like he knows about this. I, right. I hated, I hated my, and he, even he, he talked to my close friends that I go to right. uh, uh, to school with at IIT, like they remember me my first year here. I just, I did not like it here. Yeah. And uh, I think a big part of that was because I, I had this certain like expectation, mm-hmm. which was false, completely false. And it was based on nothing. Right. Based on the what they the pictures that they had on their website, which is like every university has the best <laughs> pictures on their website, you know. Yeah, right, right. And to add on to that, I was, I, you know, I, you know, I mentioned that I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, lazy to that extent. So <laughs> and the cold weather didn't help. Yeah, yeah, like first semester cold weather, and it's hard. IIT yeah. is a difficult school. Yeah, I, like getting a B in IIT, you are working hard to get that B. Right. Uh, PSU, you, you get an A and you're like, oh, I got an A, you know? Right, right. Uh, so, like, that added pressure of, like, I, I, I'm, I'm trying my best, but mm-hmm. for some reason, I'm still getting C's on my exams. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. If, 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 I, some, some exams at PSU, I didn't even study and I was getting an A. Right. So, it was that kind of, like, shift. And I, I, ha- and I remember talking to my mom, like, being really sad and trying to, like, transfer back to PSU. I was, like, going, like, nuts. Right. And it was, I think it was a very difficult time for me, like, uh, personal health-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wasn't eating as much. Uh, right. I, I just didn't feel, like, good. I didn't feel like I was in a good place. Yeah. And, and uh, I talked to Eric about this, and he was, like, he was surprised that I came back <laughs> the second semester. The, so the first semester you went was the fall, right? And then the fall, yeah. yeah. And then you came back, spring, spring to play season itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And, uh, yeah, he told me like, he was surprised to see me back. <clears throat> Thought I was gonna drop out or transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, and it's weird because I, I don't, I, I can't really like pinpoint what exactly happened. Yeah. But something happened, and and then I was like content with everything. And okay. I just, I was like, I'm, I'm in a good school. It's a very good school for architecture. I have good people around me. I met some really good people. I met a guy named Hiram, uh, Arshia, mm-hmm. um, Kim. I don't, I don't want to say names because I'm going to have to like list everyone. But I met <laughs> a, a lot of, a lot of really like interesting people with like interesting backgrounds. Right. And I feel, and I think something that I, like I was thinking about is a place could be horrible and a place could be amazing. But if you have good people around you, it really affects it. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's all about who you're around, right? Yeah. Because, you know, I think from like an outside perspective, when you see something, you automatically kind of judge it, right? Like that's just human nature, right? If, it, yeah. if it's not completely how you want it, you feel uncomfortable, you don't like it, you're like, you, you kind of start going back to old habits, right? But I think if there are people around you that are good, 
or bad, it can influence that one way or another. So, so like, so what, what, what just kind of like, you know, made you end up staying like the, the second semester go well, like, did you feel like you were making progress? How did you feel? It was actually, uh, end of the first semester that was the turning point. Okay. Uh, it was a couple of weeks before finals. Um, I had some good reviews. Uh, I had like reviews are like uh, in architecture school, we have uh, reviews and uh, it's when critiquers come in and they review your work. Sure. And uh, so I had some good ones there and I, I was doing better grade wise. Okay. Uh, I was doing better in quizzes, doing better in tests. So that right. helps as well. And you also have the good people that are around you. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, there was that turning point and I just finished off the semester as strong as I could. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I went back to Egypt for Christmas cause that's when we all go back and all my brothers, they come and we hang out at my uh, mom's house. Yeah. Uh, and that was just like uh, a good, it was a good, like, it was good going back. Home. I always love going back home. Yeah. Because I get to hang out with my mom that I don't see that much. I get to hang out with my brothers, with the, my close friends from Egypt. Right. Uh, it's, it's always a pleasant time yeah. in Egypt. It's just always good to be home. And like, I love America. I honestly do. And I love the people that I've met here. But there's something about home that's different. Yeah. It's, it's true. Like, I just feel like. I don't know, like, it's, for us, like, it's become home now in the States, right? Like, I was born in India, I lived there for a while, yeah. and then we moved here, but, like, everything's been fine, but the cra- like, crazy part about it is just, like, I feel, I've, I feel like, um, when I, even when I go back to certain places in India, like, my grandparents' home, my uncle's house. Yeah. It, it, it's a different feeling than I have coming home in Virginia, right? It's it's just, like, a, like all my family's over there. Everybody's yeah. there. So, it's, like, everyone's together in one house, you know, talking, eating, doing everything in the same area. Like, it's it's different. It's I, I, I like it that way. And it's it's kind of – you don't really understand it until you get older, and I think until you go back. But it's definitely, you know – how often do you go back home? So I go back like probably every three years, okay, if, yeah. if if possible. It's just expensive, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's yeah. expensive to get back, but so that feeling of home probably made you feel more comfortable to come back that second yeah. semester, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I remember going back home, um, you know, just being around, you know, my family and everything. Yeah, it really did help, and I, I was excited to go back to Chicago. Yeah, know? it was that uh, like recharge of some yeah. sort. And uh, I went back home. I mean, I went back to Chicago. Yeah. Started started of the the year, you know, better in a better place, uh, like mentally and physically. Uh, started off the season. It was a good. Uh, like, looking back at it, I could have done more when it comes to the tennis part of it. Sure. Just because you know it's a lot to take in for a first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did a good like for a first year program, you know. We did a great job. We we got a couple wins. Mm-hmm. We we were on like we were on something, you know. You could tell. You could tell like next season when we actually start playing conference, we were gonna do something. Right. And then yeah, we ended up winning conference next season. You know, yep. the, the next year we ended up winning conference. Winning that was last year, right? Yeah, last year, yeah. Yep. Winning the conference tournament, and uh, yeah, it was just it's. I think it was it was really interesting because Eric, whenever he talks to us, he keeps mentioning how we're the first team. Yeah, we're the first guys, and this is something that's gonna be with me for the rest of my life. I'm gonna be, yeah. I was part of the first team to play tennis for IIT. Right. Yeah, uh, it's 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 special feeling, right? Especially when you're able to hit milestones like that. Like no matter what, no one's gonna be able to say they did it first, right? Like yeah. you guys won the first conference tournament. You guys went to the first NCAA's. You yeah. know, you guys were being able to do a lot of things. So, I mean, that's awesome and. It seems like I think I think when we met was like your second year. Uh, I want to say it was the beginning of your first year there. Yeah, it was. It was that semester that you came back from home. Yeah, yeah, it was and that spring semester. Spring yeah. semester, and that's when yeah. we met. And then we lost touch for a little bit. Yeah, but then it picked back up like end of 2018, I think, into 2019, because I started coming to hit with you guys and like the first yeah, thing i yeah, noticed I was like that, yeah yeah, yeah. And the, <laughs> the first thing i noticed was i mean like like any other college team for people that don't know f- tennis wise 
it's always mostly international students, right? Like yeah. there's not that many people that are from the States. There's some, but not, not too many. Yeah. So, so, so kind of talk about like how, you know, you being the first team and, and I'm sure you were one of the older guys on the team, right? Like how, you know, managing different cultures and people and, and kind of the leadership aspect, like how you feel like that, that's kind of like how you kind of do that. Right. Yeah. Something that I'm, I think I'm very lucky to have is uh, that like international perspective. Right. I was, I, even in France, I was surrounded by a lot of people from different cultures and different countries. Mm-hmm. And in America, especially when you're in the tennis scene, you're, you're surrounded by a lot of people from a lot of countries and everything. Yeah. And I think it's just the more you talk to them, like one-on-one, I think these talks where you just like, you know, like after practice, you guys are, you know, just hanging out, eating, you know, going mm-hmm. to the cafeteria or whatever and just talk, you know, like, hey, like, what's up? Like, how's, how's home? Have you talked to your mom lately? Like, stuff like that. Right. And you, you, they start opening up. And yeah. I think the differences, they become less and the, the things in common become more. Right. Because I, 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 I'm a firm believer in the idea that, like, yeah, maybe from, like, a physical perspective, we're definitely very different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From maybe culturally, we're very different. But if you connect the dots, a lot of the things, even the culture, are very similar. Mm-hmm. And I think that was something that I, I learned just by talking to people. And talking right. to people, different walks of life, different nationalities, <clears throat> different belief systems. Right. No, that's that's super important. And I think I think for you, like you even, you know, for me when I had teammates, right? Like, yes, I had grown up for the most part in the states, but I had a little bit of understanding of what it was like, you know, kind of coming to a new place, not understanding the language that well, being able to kind of, you know. You, you kind of miss home and all the other details, right? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely very interesting and, and kind of cool to see. Um, so you've enjoyed your time so far at IIT? No, like, you know, you think it's the right move? <laughs> I think 100%, yeah. Yeah. Um, just academically, I've learned so much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have way more skills, you know. Uh, that are important for the field. Yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, like, if I would have stayed in Portland, maybe I wouldn't have been as good of a, of, a, of a student and as good as an architect, you right. know, hopefully, you know. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, no, I think it's, a, it's uh, looking back at it, I was, I'm happy that I stayed. I'm ha- like, Chicago is a great city as well. I think that's a big part of it, too, like, being in Chicago and just having that, city right there it's such a nice thing to have and it's you know big cities you have all these different peoples in this one area right and, and you get to like interact with all of them or as much as you can of course like like having someone like you you know yeah like I don't, if i was in the middle of nowhere missouri you know that would have never happened no like having like a young professional who's in like you know working downtown doing his thing and like having him be a friend of mine right no, that's incredible. You know, no, honestly, that's the thing. it's it's hard, right? I think it's like you've you've been able to to kind of experience like so many different things in such a long time, right? At least from a travel perspective, your you know your your you were in France for a little bit, then you came to Portland, then you're in Chicago. I feel like you've been exposed to a, a lot, right? Yeah, and that's something that I'm extremely grateful for because I, back when I was younger, I always thought that that's normal for everyone. What I, what I like going to, to Germany, going to you know Italy, Switzerland. Like from a young age, I thought that was everyone did that. Right. I think there was this you know moment where I realized you know no, this is not normal. You know, I am very privileged, and I think understanding that was a big part of me growing up as a person in general. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm, I'm able to identify with you know my background, I'm, but I'm also able to ad- identify with people that have different backgrounds and lived a different life and had different upbringings, you know. Yeah. Um, no, it's it it, it 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 just like it grows you so much as a person, right? I think I like, <clears throat> um, you know, for for me, 
it's like I was very um, privileged also to have that that ability, right? Being around people that were so different, yeah. Because it, it definitely helped me understand. Like I, I, I generally don't think that. Like I think I would have gotten it at some point, but not as quickly as I did when I was able to, um, you know be around people that were from different countries and different places. Yeah. Just, it just sped up that process so much more. Yeah. Um, so and I, and I, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like we could talk about this for, for a long, long time, but uh, I think being open to learning new things and understanding that you don't understand a lot of things. Yeah. It's kind of a mindset that you have to have. I think it's very easy, especially in like in today's kind of society where people <laughs> are very egotistical to, in, in a way, Right. Uh, at least compared to like the past, you know, you have Instagram, you have all these social media platforms, right? These people showing their best self and it's easy to kind of uh, get into it and kind of like, you know, get lost in it. Right. In a way. No, that's a, that's a big, big thing is I think social media has kind of changed the way everyone looks at stuff. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's nice because, like, <clears throat> another thing, right, is is when when you're with people from a different country, especially in the States, there's more emphasis on, like, exploring yeah. and being able to go see different things that they want exactly. to. Yeah. So you, you get to, like, do things that you normally wouldn't do, like, at least for me, like, taking my teammates to experience a certain type of food or like you know being able to go to like dc and see like i had much more of an appreciation for the things that i took for granted right yeah that's, is, i think yeah that's a very good point barney yeah, yeah. i I'm, i remember my friends they always make fun of me because i whenever i'm in, in a big city <laughs> yeah i always love going to the suburbs for some yeah reason. yeah really and, interesting yeah. And for them, they're like well, a lot of them are from the suburbs, and they're, yeah. they're they're like the city is way more interesting. Why do you want to go to the suburbs? Yeah. And for me, I'm like, man, the suburbs are like like the same as the movies, you know, like the movies I used to like like watch, watch growing when, up. I, yeah, when I was younger, you know, like Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. That was a suburb. Yep. Like going there, like oh, like that's how it is, you know. You guys have a front yard and a backyard. You know, right. there's, a, there's a basement where like, yeah. there's a man cave, you know. Right. 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 It's completely like, different than what yeah, you like, used to. Things, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love suburbs. You know, right. love, yeah. And uh, if, if there's any eligible single American <laughs> women that that would like to to give Yusuf the dream of owning a house in the suburbs, <laughs> please contact either one of us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's definitely know, interesting. It's- it's definitely yeah, right. interesting. Like you, you see more, right? And like that's the thing I'm talking about. Like for you, it's a suburb. For like one of my teammates, it was food, right? Mm-hmm. Like he didn't really care about like seeing different buildings or famous architectural stuff, right? He was yeah. like, I want to try this food. I saw it, like <laughs> saw it online. Like I want to go try this type of food. Out, uh, right? I get like, that. Especially like a city like Chicago. Oh, such a very good city for uh, food and like restaurants. Yeah. Do you, right. Do you like Chicago? Do you think you can see yourself there for a little while if everything works out? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great city. It's uh yeah, it took me a while to appreciate it, for sure. Mm-hmm. But the second like, I think the first time I spent a summer in Chicago, that's when I completely fell in love with the city. Yeah. Like summertime Chicago, like there's a song like Summertime Shy. Yeah. You know, such a good, such a good like experience going to like, playing tennis with you in uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the park. Oh, the the clay courts or yeah. the Millennium Park, and then the clay yeah. courts we were in Lincoln, in Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah. And going to the neighborhoods, going to Wicker Park, going to you know Logan Square, mm-hmm. all these little like nooks and crannies. I feel like such a nice you know way to spend your day. You know. Right. And. Uh, right. Yeah, but it's, um, I don't know, like, that's the thing with me. I, I And I think a lot of uh, international students could uh, kind of uh, understand that. It's, mm-hmm. your future is never really set in stone. Yeah. And so I, I'm, uh, and living in different places, I understand that for every beginning, there's an end. Right. And uh, especially when you travel a lot or when you move to a lot of places, mm-hmm. 
if you stay if you're too comfortable in one place it might be dangerous right. because then it's going to make it very difficult for you to uh uh to know to move and a lot of the times moving and changing scenery is very good for a person and a lot of people don't see that because they don't see the short-term gain right and a lot right. of it is a lot of long-term gain mm-hmm. and you have to suffer a little bit in the beginning and i think that's something that i'm still learning uh you know i I love my comfort zone, but mm-hmm. you never grow. You know, it's also like very corny, but you have to go outside. You have to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. You know? <clears throat> yeah. No. I mean, that that's very well said, right? Like you have to step outside your comfort zone, or you're never gonna, never gonna learn. Yeah. Um, kind of switching to another topic as we move on, right? Is yeah, yeah. you were impacted directly by COVID with the, um halting of the season and sports and those different things right yeah so to kind of take me through what it was like when you found out that your senior season was over and and kind of you know the emotion and the feelings that you, that you had around it right it, it happened so fast it mm-hmm. happened so fast i remember we had a uh, we had practice early morning practice on it was a tuesday okay and that, and that friday we were traveling to orlando for our spring break trip mm-hmm and coach was talking to us about, you know, like getting your, your passport or your ID ready, like all that stuff, you know, like, like yeah. what we're going to do when we land there, like what's the plan, like our uh, schedule, what teams we're going to play against. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it seemed like a normal day, you know, it's, uh, you're, you're going to practice, we're going to talk about this and then we're going to go to, you know, back to, back to my place, take a shower and go to school, you know, go to, to my classes. Right. And then uh, the next day there was an email from coach uh, saying that, the school might uh, cancel our spring break trip because of the the virus. Mm-hmm. You know, like at that time, the virus seemed like it was so far away. It seemed like yeah. oh, something back like in China. You know, like no one ever thought it was like we had some cases. I think at that time in America, right? But it, everyone kind of seemed felt like it was just gonna be uh, you know uh, uh, like the bird flu. You know, I don't know if right. you remember the bird flu. It was just a kind of like bam, bam. You know. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I remember Mo was talking to me about this and, uh, I just said, no, oh man, it's like, we're still going to go, you know, it's, I think the school's just trying to be, you know, be cautious, but we're still going to go. Right. And then, uh, he said, he's going to talk to the president and he's going to see like if, uh, uh, what's going to happen. And then the Thursday, or I think it was a Wednesday night or the Thursday morning, a day before we were going to travel, mm-hmm. we got an email saying <laughs> we're not going to go. Jeez, and like there was this uh, Middle Eastern place near their hotel that we're gonna stay at that we went to last year. Yeah, me, me and Mo, you know, being the fat asses that we are, <laughs> we were, we already like had like what we we're gonna order, you know, or set, you know, as soon as you get land, there, yeah. yeah, as soon as you get there, like the shawarma, you know, everything. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so we end up not going, and it it was one of those things where I I tried to keep. Like, you know like positive especially because of my senior year so like it's fine like we're gonna practice in my head i'm still like it wasn't like everything's gonna stop in my head like we're not gonna travel but we're still gonna maybe practice we're gonna have, have season in conference yeah, matches yeah, all that conference stuff. matches yeah. like we're not gonna travel but it's fine right and then just things just sped up sped up sped up and the next monday coach had a meeting with us and he's like like the school is gonna close like mm. after like we, do, we don't know if we're gonna come back uh for in-person classes uh, after spring break. Right. And that's when it, I think hit me. Like, wow, like, if we're not going to have in, like, like classes on campus, then we're definitely yeah. not going to be playing matches. Right. And then, but he, he kept keeping us calm. He was like, but we're still not sure about how the conference is going to go or how our matches or our season is going to end up. So in my head, I was <coughs> like, okay, we'll see. Like, time will tell. Right. And then... Uh, Coach did a really good job with buying us groceries, especially the guys that were going to stay on campus for mm-hmm. spring break. Mm-hmm. The next, and we were supposed to go to buy uh, groceries uh, like midday, like yeah. 1 p.m. The coach went there beforehand for some reason because I think on the way here he passes through it or something. Okay. He said the parking lot was filled to the brim and there was Jeez. lines. Uh, so when we met at our place to go there, he's like, I think we should go tomorrow, but plan on going at 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, I'm going to go <laughs> to the grocery store at 6.30 a.m. 
right there's something wrong here like, why yeah. is it happening and then he told us you know like people are like panic buying right now right and, you, and then you start seeing the stories you know on social media and in the news about like you know toilet paper not like not having toilet paper anymore in the stores and all that stuff yeah, yeah. and that's what i think that's when it started like hitting me like oh <laughs> like, like why this are people real this? yeah right. like, this is like it's like, it, it, like i kept telling people like this see like this feels like a bad movie yeah it feels like you're in a like a will smith movie you know that i am legend one yep 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 <laughs> And uh, so the next day we wake up at, uh, I'm like half asleep. We wake up uh, to go to, to get groceries. And to, uh, in my head, I'm like, coach is overreacting. It's going to be like, we're going to be the only people there. Yeah. We go and then the, the parking lot is like decently crowded. I'm like, okay, wow. maybe. I'm like, okay. I'm trying to like, you know, like maybe people like park here sometimes. I don't know. Like I'm trying <laughs> to like make it like seem like it's normal. And then I go in. Yeah, lines like it's smaller lines, but still there's lines. Crazy. And um, and coach is like, I'll give you like 20 minutes to get all your stuff. So like we're like panicking a little bit, like trying to get everything that we need. Right. Uh, and I remember getting like chicken wings, and I don't know how to cook for the like for any of them. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm like, why did I get chicken wings? You know, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. For <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it just it was a weird experience, but for some reason. I was still like optimistic that after spring break will be good. And Everything back then, normal. Yeah, yeah. Back then I also go to like friends places. We had like uh, get togethers and like, I think no one really knew how serious it was. Yeah. It was, it was not like, you know, mini parties and everything. It was good. It was a good time, you know, spring break. Yeah. Right. No one's on campus. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like easy. Right. Yeah. And the people living in the apartments near campus, like we just went there. Right. And then that went on for like, I think a week. And then people started looking at the news and things started getting more serious. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a, uh, a friend of mine, we always go to her apartment to just uh, hang out like a good yeah. And then she sent, she kind of sent us a text uh, saying uh, like, Hey, like I'm going to be quarantining. So like, we're not going to like have people over anymore and I'm not going to be going out as much. Yeah. And I think that, that was when I was like, Oh, like, and back then I was still going to like, and I looking back at it, I think I was a little late. I think I, I was still going to friends' places. I was still, I was still going to hang out with like you know, yeah, friends that lived like further like in downtown or whatever. Right, right, right. Traveling so, through public yeah, transport, yeah, yeah, public transport, whatever. And uh, yeah, and then after a while, it just felt like it was strong. Like even going outside, it was yeah. like, going on the train. There wasn't that many people. It felt. Here, like it felt like why am I the only person outside right now? There's something, yeah. <laughs> doing something wrong. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's I think that was like the turning point when I was like, man, this is serious. Like, and then that, by then we got an email saying like the season is over. Mm-hmm. And that and I took that better than I thought I was, uh, just yeah. because I I think I I was content with what I did tennis wise. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I wanted to have you know that senior season and like you know try to win the conference one more time. Yeah, and get to NCAA's and do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we went to NCAA's last last year, but we lost first round. Mm-hmm. So trying to like you know do better this year, and I felt like with this team we had like a deeper team. Like yeah. the number one guy was wasn't as good as the Spanish guy last year, mm-hmm. but we had a deeper team. Like our number three, like one, two, three, four, five, same level pretty much. So that's a good team to have, especially in D three. Uh, but yeah, it just didn't happen, and. Uh, it was weird. Like tennis was, you know, especially during season tennis is like, you know, a bigger part of your time. You spend more time training, you spend more time traveling. So it's right. It's more important. And just tennis became like my last concern. Yeah. Cause I was, I was looking for internships and like a lot of, like a lot of the internships that I was, you know, getting interviews for or getting, you know, like we're talking to the, like, you know, the, the firm, they all suddenly stopped replying or sent like emails saying that we're not going to have our internship programs anymore because uh, of what's happening and it's affecting. Yeah. So people, people are losing their jobs and they definitely are not, they're not going to get interns, you know? Right. So that affected me that way. Um, And, but that was something that I think, you know, was expected. So it didn't hit me as hard. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that, the thing that hit me, hardest was just staying at home you know like i'm a, I, I enjoy my alone time like I, like anyone right and but i but like you know going two days without like talking Same to anyone, people it's yeah, tough in person like it, it, it takes a toll on you i think i it really affects mental health and i think <laughs> it's something that's like it's across the board i think people like understand like a big part of this 
is like it just affects a lot of people's mental health right it's you wake up and you feel like there is no uh you have no purpose mm-hmm. and uh I, maybe it's a little harsh but it just felt like very sad like i, w- I would wake up and it's like and like there's nothing to do it's hard man yeah it's tough because like you lose your routine and especially when you're in a new yeah, place, yeah. like a newer place or country like and things yeah. move so quickly it's tough to yeah it's like you're trying to like you know you're trying to keep up with it yeah it's hard no uh, keep, keep mentally staying like sharp is the toughest thing i've yeah. seen right like even for yeah. me uh, being home in virginia it's it's just kind of like yeah it's good but at the same time like there's a lot of you, you know it's not what i'm usually used to for the last four years since i've left home yeah, and I think a big part of it is we don't know when it's gonna end. Yeah, that's another it's, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like up in the air a little bit, and like it's they extend it and then they extend a little more. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, like when are we gonna be able to you know go back to normal? If yeah, any, if we are gonna go back to normal, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's of course things that it, it takes a toll on a person. Mm-hmm. But I, I have like, and that's when it goes back to like how lucky I am. I have good people around me. Mm-hmm. I, I have friends that check up on me. Right. FaceTime I mean, is way more important now. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, had yeah. FaceTime before, but now I'm FaceTiming everyone. Right. Um, uh, my mom is a, like, a big thing. I talk to her like at least at least twice every week, once every week, uh, and texting every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like sending memes, you know, like in Egypt they have memes. Like, you know, like yeah, 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 all the different, like, WhatsApp is huge, yeah. Yeah, what, what, yeah, WhatsApp, like my mom, yeah, like my mom has a PhD from WhatsApp University. You know, <laughs> like, you know right. Uh, yeah, and uh, no, it's, and like talking to my brothers as well. Not, not, and that's when it comes, like I, I was talking to you about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very selfish to think people are going to be free to talk to you whenever you want to talk to them. Right. Everyone is going through a really tough time right now. And for a person not to reach out does not mean that they don't care about you or they, that they don't love you. Right. It, it, the, people are going through some stuff right now. And, you know, you kind of have to just let them. Yeah, you, ha- you have to understand where they're coming from. And you, if anything, you have to help you be like, don't be a reason for them to be even more nervous or right. more anxious. No, you have to be, yeah. You have to be like a good, a good part of their life, you know? So yeah. Something that's good, you know? No, that's very well put. I'm I'm glad, man, that you're you know you're safe and you're you, you're able to take care of yourself. I know you're safe. No, and, I, and I and I, pre- and I appreciate you like texting me, saying yeah. like, "Hey, if you need anything," and like little things like this, you know, it takes yeah. you like seconds to text. Right. But it, ma- it means a lot to the people that you te- like you send it to. Like I I was like, man, like Barney is on my side, you know. Yeah. Even, no. Even though, like, even though like we didn't we didn't talk as much before. Right. You were doing masters and like I was doing my thing. Right. So, like, when we do talk, it's like, okay, yeah, like, this guy is for me. Like he cares. Yeah. No, it, that's, it's funny. Right. Like I heard a quote the other day and it was like, you know, you can, it doesn't matter if they're a new or old friend, but like a sign of true friendship is like when you're able to pick up the phone and like talk, yeah. and it seems like nothing's really changed between you and that person for even if it's months or years or however long it is. Right. I I uh, I connect a lot to that because a lot of my friends, you know, the people that I used to see every day in Portland, that I used yeah, to see yeah. every day when I was in uh, Nice in France, see every day in Egypt, I don't see them every day anymore. Right. And uh, a lot of the time, I don't talk to them for the longest time, for months on end. Right. And then when I talk to them, it just feels... Nothing's this, changed. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 like, I was just talking to him yesterday, you know? Right. And... Uh, that quarantine has showed me that because uh, I had like a really nice group, uh, uh, like a FaceTime. Yeah. All the friends from France. Okay. And man, it just, I have a smile all the time. Like the whole time I had the biggest smile on my face. Yeah. No, it's, this is, I mean, a big part of what I started this for and another big part about, you know, being able to, <clears throat> you know, I think stay in touch and kind of stay mentally there, right. Is, is being able to, um, you know, being able to, to catch up with people, even, even apart from this podcast itself, right. Like just being able to have a conversation with somebody, if I'm just texting them or picking up the phone, 
like I'm, I'm catching up with a lot of people that over the last few years, right? Like everyone gets busy and you just lose, yeah. you yeah. lose kind of focus on like different things. And I think it's been really good for everyone to kind of get that focus back here at least. Yeah. And when I first saw you uh, sharing the, this, this podcast, yeah. like, amazing idea. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Like from the get go, like it was amazing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it was, uh, yeah, that's why I like, and that's something that I, I, I do. Like whenever I see my friends doing good things, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm going to share, I'm going to like support, I'm going to like, you know, be there. Right. Cause I feel like it's, it's very hard. Like it takes a certain kind of person to put themselves out there. Cause you could, you, this could be a big mess. This could be a big like failure. Right. But for you to take that first step and be able to like say, no, I'm going to like, I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to put like something I care about, something I'm going to spend a lot of time on out there. Right. It's incredible. It's like only few people could do that. No, I, I respect that a lot. I appreciate, I really, really, I appreciate that. It's not something I take lightly. No, it's, you know, I think for me, it's been a, it's been good because I'm, I'm really starting to understand more about my friends. Right. And that was the ultimate goal of this is if I'm going to continue having these relationships with people for a yeah. year, like I'm yeah. talking like I, to me, like the way I see it is you either have like friends that are like family or you have like acquaintances. Right. Yeah. Like, so like yeah. for everyone that I consider friends that are like family, I wanted to make sure that I was, keeping up and that and you know i know i really i really appreciate the, the words you know, it's it's good to have support and i think that's a big part of why i'm doing this um, so yusuf thank you for joining it was awesome conversation I, i'm really glad that you're able to join so just so everyone knows how they can find you on social media your instagram account right yeah, it's uh y a b d o underscore eight Okay, Y-A-B-D-O uh, underscore eight, right? Yeah, or whatever that line that's under, uh, underscore, I think, yeah. Yeah, underscore. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done this before. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. Um, stay safe. If you need anything, you know, let me know. Give me a text, give me a that. call. I appreciate um, it, brother. Thank you. No, absolutely. And uh, yeah, thank you again for joining, man. This was awesome, awesome conversation. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to sharing it with everyone. For sure, for sure. All right, bro. Be safe. Yeah, you as well.